This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show with Al and Jerry. All right, holiday week. Jerry and Al with you for one, two, three times a lady. Is that a song at one point? Yep. That? Well, it's Once, always a song. twice, Lionel, Lionel, Richie. Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie. Uh, well, was it with the uh, Commodores, I believe. Oh, is that Once, true? twice, three times a lady. Yeah. I did not know. And you're a music guy. I, I had am. no idea. By the way, post-game, post-show podcast. I had no idea Lionel Richie released a country album in 2013. Did you know that? Yeah. In fact, uh, it was one of my favorite releases of the year. It was. Really? It was his famous songs. Done with him and a, a one of the big country artists. So each song was a, was him with a different country artist. So the lyrics of his songs, yeah, changed to the country version. No, with different country songs. No, no it was his songs. They, they so were he just, wrote new country songs. No, no, no. Lionel Richie took songs, right? That are you well known hits, "Dancing on the Ceiling," right? So Lionel Richie's songs and lyrics, right, right, which he sang, right, as duets with the country artist, as the songs you know and love, right. So it wasn't necessarily country music then. They had a country t- a twinge to them. Got it. Okay. I saw that this morning. And, I and it was you- really terrific. And what was really great, if you bought the CD like I did, or I bought it on iTunes, and it came with a 35, 40-minute documentary behind the scenes of him working out these songs with the different country artists. They're really great. And you love that, because the Foo Fighters yeah. had that thing on HBO, which you were into. I like that. I like any behind-the-scenes music stuff. All good stuff. Couldn't it was called more. Tuskegee something. Tuskegee something. something. Or other. Yeah. That interesting but, name uh, for a if show. if you're into country music or Lionel Richie or both, like I am, solid. Solid. Yeah. Well, anyway, solid mm. as a rock. Yeah. Who sang that song? Shaka Khan? Uh, it was not Shaka Khan, but I don't remember. You, oh. I stumped Al. That could be a new segment yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, Solid Lagos are rocking out. It was two people I can't Because I'm can't solid. Dun, dun, yeah, dun, I know the stop. song. You so, singing, it's not going to help. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, you talk about behind the scenes. Yeah. I always wonder this because I have friends that live in Manhattan and others that even live in Jersey in apartment buildings. There's always someone, you wonder about your privacy, right? Now, you have your key to your apartment, and when you're in your apartment, you can deadbolt and you can put the latch. You feel relatively safe. I'm not saying you wouldn't or you don't. I always wonder, though, when you leave the apartment, if anybody's ever going through the apartment, because you know that those keys are on file. I'll give you two things. The keys are on file, and other people have lived in that apartment. So I always wonder, did the person that had this apartment prior to me keep their key or make a copy of the key, and do they change the locks? Probably not. Two, you know the super's got the key. People in the building have the key. And how about the woman who caught on video with one of these, you know, cams, the super, I can't even say breaking in, just going in, letting himself into her apartment, 
and going after her Victoria's Secret lingerie and panties. Yeah, he was... Uh, what are you doing? He was sniffing her. Yeah. Yeah, so she noticed that uh, some of her underwear and bras were missing. And she got a hunch that maybe someone, the super was coming into her apartment while she was gone. So she set up an old iPhone with a cool app that she says that when it detects motion, it starts to record. Mm-hmm. And she got really great video of the superintendent. It's who's clear. A, he's a young dude. He's 32. He's a moron. Uh, this is uh, East 55th Street. And uh, he would go in and he would smell her underwear. I never understood this. I don't we understand all, that at we all. We all find women attractive. Of right? course. Or you find men attractive. Whatever it is. I don't want to. I have no uh, desire to smell their underwear. Right. Like yeah. no matter how hot a woman is. Yeah. I don't have a desire to go. I wonder what her underwear smells like. I don't. If anything, a hint of anything would throw me off. I'd be like, she's not that good looking. Because <laughs> this woman now, was missing used underwear. And I know in Japan there's a weird thing. Uh, porn is weird in Japan. They sell in vending machines. You could buy used underwear. From who? From women that wear this, uh, women that sell their used underwear for this reason. Guys love to smell underwear. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't. Now, you've worn underwear. <laughs> I do wear underwear, You've yeah. worn women's underwear once. No, once. I put on a negligee once. Okay, well. As a hilarious <laughs> joke. Not, right. Well, I mean, you tried it. Did anybody try and sniff your no. <laughs> lingerie? No. Well, I only wore the top. I didn't put the panties on, Jerry. <laughs> By the way, you never hear of a woman trying to sniff a guy's pants. Panties, right. Never. Right. Or underwear. That's I just call them panties. Underwear. That's definitely a guy hey, bang, thing. Give me your boxers. Because even if, if, you'll, if you'll sit around guys. Now, this has happened with guys I've sat around with. I, I would think it happens to you too, Jerry. So don't act all high and mighty. But if you're sitting around a group of guys and there's a, a pretty woman in the room sitting down with you guys, and she gets up and leaves, someone will make the joke to smell the seat. And no, I they don't, won't. They will. I am telling no, you. No, they won't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. They do. I've been no. around it a thousand times. Uh, well, you have, you're around weird people right. then. Well, I'm, now, by the way, now this, you're finding the people that would want to go sniff the panties. No, I'm saying this is, I understand this is the thing. I'm saying I don't understand it. I don't understand it either, and I've never, this, ever been around a group of guys when a woman has gotten up from a seat that volunteered to say, let me go. <laughs> I am telling you it happens. No chance. 1,000%. This is what I need from the people on Twitter listening to this. Confirm for me that, or perhaps Jerry's right, that in your lifetime, when you're in college, high school, sitting around at work, if that happens, a girl is there, she gets up and leaves. Someone makes the joke about sniffing a seat. I guarantee you, you're going to get hit with that, Jerry. Um, okay. For sure. I'm 41. It's never happened. You've never been around. No. Like Joe Beningo didn't go sniff that seat. No. mm. Absolutely. Now, I've been around guys like... She smells phenomenal. Right. You know, what the hell is she wearing? And then it can go from there. But guys don't, those guys don't want to smell the perfume that smells great. See, that's they what I like. S- these guys that are sniffing panties and sniffing seats, they want to smell the woman's odor. Yeah, no, okay. Can we now let on? me make it clear, because I'm going to get emails and, and, and Twitter tweets from people that saying, I'm disgusting. I'm not, I'm saying I, I say do not, under- no, I know, but people are stupid, Jerry. <laughs> I'm not saying that I do this. I'm saying I do not understand it, but I see it joked about and being done all the time. It's just like when people l- like to fart and find that hilarious. I don't find farting hilarious either. 
I don't find any body odors hilarious. <laughs> Or interesting in any way. Well, you're making me laugh anyhow. All right, Jerry. What am I going to do then? No, I may as well go right to this one. Oh, Jesus. So you know how I've told stories and, and I don't like to go to the bathroom at work or in oh, public here places. We go again. Yes. Right? I like to just go at my house. Right. But sometimes that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But uh, a new study, Jerry, has found that, uh, well, well, experts are warning you not to hold it in when you have to go to the bathroom. That it's best to go to the bathroom. Correct. Because, uh, let's see what they say. Uh, one of the worst case scenarios, you can get an impacted bowel, which is a uh, a mass of um, your feces that builds up in your intestines and things. And yeah. it's very bad for you. So when you feel the urge to go, you should go. Right, as opposed to you who just refuses. Well, I like to, if I think I can make it home... Then I'm going to try to make it home. Which still means 40 minutes of right. not. Plus, it's also in your head now that you have to go to the bathroom. Yes. There's no question And about do that. you understand why your body knows when you're close to home and you have to go? Like, if you were at Home Depot and you had to go to the bathroom and you thought, well, I'm just down the road. As you're making the the bend around your block. You're telling me you've looked this up? You're No, I'm saying it's from experience. You have to go more. And as you're running up your steps and running to your bathroom. Well, but your, your body knows your, mind your home. Knows. Oh, your mind knows. I would think it's your mind that kind of basically put at ease. Like that stress is gone. It's just a matter of getting it taken care of now. But if it can wait that whole 40-minute ride, why in the last 20 seconds does it panic and want to... I don't. I, these are things I've never studied, <laughs> nor have I asked the question. Perhaps we need a study. You want to do a study. I someone, would love someone to do a Someone wrote to us on Twitter that every podcast basically involves pooping, um, and I, I'm starting to agree with them. Yeah. I, they always involve a study. Yeah, I love you studies. you find. There's no question. Today, you've crossed over the two. I love studies, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know the answer to your query. Hmm. Um, no, I, I, I don't. Hmm. A but of you fact. are one of those people that can go anywhere. Um, I prefer to be at home. You do. But if you got to go, you got to go. Here's what I don't understand is when you, and this is just a question of life. I don't understand when you can eat ridiculous amounts of food in a 24-hour span and then not have to go. Right. That happens to me. I don't understand that at all. Because where is it? I know right. I know where it is. It's wrapped up in your stomach like sausage. I understand. <laughs> I mean, basically, where your intestines are. You know, they're wrapping it sausage. up like you have your own poop sausage. Right. I get it. Ugh. But it's disgusting. It is disgusting. The whole thing is gross. The conversation's gross. Right. The idea of it's gross. It's all gross. Do you have a particular bathroom in your house that you use? No. You go in. I only have two of them. Right. What do you, what do you, <laughs> what do you think I'm Boomer? I have nine bathrooms. I've got two bathrooms. Two. And two. one is, is there one located next to your bedroom and yes. one downstairs? Yeah, there's one downstairs. There's one upstairs. I bet the downstairs one is not a pooping bathroom. It's a that's bathroom. that's out in the public. That's right out where every, anyone would be. My house is in a church that has open doors. No one's coming in. <laughs> it's what it is. But your kids are down there. Your wife's down there. Guess what? They have to go too sometimes. Right. There is no chance your wife uses that bathroom downstairs. I don't no know chance. what she uses, nor do I ask, Women nor are, do I care about women it. Women are very good at disguising when they go to the bathroom. They are They're excellent with the air freshener, I guess. They're just no, I don't know how they do it. But they just know uh, how to do it without letting us know they're doing it. Has that been your experience? Yeah, and I appreciate it. <laughs> that one's a keeper. Why? No idea when she uses the bathroom. Yeah. 
<laughs> I had one girl that early on, uh, first or second date, she it was whatever date it was when she uh, uh, she came back to my apartment back in Florida, and she said, "Do you have anything to read? I need to use the bathroom." Oh boy, that's that's over. She took my my GQ with. I remember. I still remember. Tiger Woods was on the cover. Wow. And she took it into the bathroom. I said, you never saw her again, did you? No, I did. In fact, I thought really? it was kind of refreshing that she got that out of the way right off the bat. I thought that was nice. So you, you passed a milestone and you guys were good to go or a barrier. I would pass the barrier. Wow. I would have thought you would have just been like, all right, I'm good. Let's right. get out of here. <laughs> By the way, the door's over there, lady. We're done. Yeah. Jerry, uh, we've been telling the audience here about touchofmodern.com for quite some time. What sort of things would you find at Touch of Modern, Jerry? Everything for guys. Are you kidding me? Like what? Like what? Like yeah. awesome iPhone cases. We love those. Oh, I like love those. those. Those, by the way, go great in a stocking stuffer. Oh, tremendous. They got great, uh, as you love this, the decor for your walls. I do like decor for my walls. They have tremendous tech gadgets. Right. Which I happen to like. They got great little projections, mm-hmm. like where you can watch videos off your phone. Oh, I like that. Everything and anything for your shopping needs this holiday season. This would be a place for Santa to go Christmas shopping. I like that. That's what I would do. And Jerry, Touch of Modern is giving you 30 days of deals this holiday season. That's 30 straight days of different deals on the hottest styles and the coolest gadgets around. And if you can't wait, I know, like I can, I'm already looking. You can uh, go to Touch of Modern because they're helping you count down the days with new deals on their hottest items every day during their 30 days of deals. And if you're looking for the perfect gift this holiday season, like I'm looking for stuff for Boomer and Craig because I have no idea what to get them. I'm going to look no further, Jerry, than touchofmodern.com. New deals every day during their 30 days of deals. You can find something for everyone on your list. I actually spent this weekend creating a list of people who I need to buy things for. And everything that was in the guy category. Touchofmodern.com. Yeah, I put a note just on my list. Go to touchofmodern.com. And I also then, while I was watching the football games, which... Sometimes get hard to watch, jet games in particular. <laughs> yes. I was on the touchofmodern.com app on my smartphone, Jerry. I have it on my phone as well. And I was thumbing through things. Lots of cool watches, lots of nice gadgets. Um, I found a cool thing. It's a how you you can make pizza on your barbecue grill outside. Oh, that's tremendous. Yeah. That I'm probably getting for Boomer. For Boomer. Yeah. That's right up his alley. Yes. He loves to grill. With new sales really literally does. launching every day, touchofmodern.com is the one website to find gifts for everyone in your lift is, on your list, as Alice telling you, all the while offering the best price on the web. And right now, Jerry, listeners can get immediate access. Just sign up, touchofmodern.com. That's touchofmodern.com. Do it today. You don't want to miss the perfect gift, and you want to get your shopping done early. I got one for Boom. you real quick. I know you want to do the vending machine stuff. I'll sure give do. you one. So you know I went to Chicago Friday, right? Yes. So first things first, we did not realize when I booked the flight, which landed at 425, yeah. that when I looked on the Columbia schedule for an 8 o'clock game, it was 7 o'clock in Chicago. Time zone got you. Yeah. So the time zone got us, and I was kind of nervous. We're landing at 420. The game's at 7, and we were 45 minutes away in rush hour. Long story short, we wound up getting there. All was good. The game ends. The door opens for the satellite trucks. A, it was a blizzard, like everybody was talking about. So I'm there with Sal Licata, who does the games with me. He's from SNY. And we're, what do we do? Do we just, we were flying out of Indianapolis. We changed the flights because of that phone caller, that guy that called uh, the show on Friday. So we're like, do we go now to Indianapolis or do we stay with the team of the hotel, get up at 4.30, go flights at 10.15 from Indy? 
We decide to stay with the team. We get up at 4.30. All is good. We drive 30, maybe even maybe 50 miles through horrendous snow, at one point blizzard-like conditions, to where it finally eases up. We're on pace to get to Indianapolis, the airport, where i got to drop the rental car off and get in for the car. We're on pace to get there at 8.25 for a 10.15 flight. Can have some breakfast. Can relax. As we're driving, at about 7.30, Sal looks to me and goes, "Uh, Jer, what's the time zone in Indianapolis? I said, well, I would think like Chicago. We just went south. He goes, my phone just changed from 7.30 to 8.30, and we're still 50 miles away. Or maybe more than that. I'm like, you've got to be kidding. Long story short, thank God that there's no one flying out of Indianapolis, and it was easy. We wound up getting to the gate about eight minutes before we had to board the plane. It was unbelievable what we went through for one game. I still don't fully understand time zones, like why we do them. I don't get it. Why can't, if you live in California, you just get used to it being lighter or darker at different times? I agree. Or vice versa here in the New York area. Don't know. It would make things so less complicated. Right. I don't understand. Why can't games in California be at 10 o'clock at night? Right. It should just mean something different to Californians. Absolutely. I don't know the answer. I really don't. And it's really goofy. So it almost got us. We uh, we made our flight to Charlotte and then connected and went home. Uh, but wow, what a twenty-two hours! Yeah, I was following along on your Twitter. You didn't respond. No, well, I I know I saw it all at once late on. The I kind of felt like you didn't care Sunday night. Didn't hear from you. Didn't hear yeah. from Craig. Not from Boomer. Eddie's oblivious. Yeah, Bob Dwyer sent me a text. I don't do a lot. Well, I was. I don't do a lot of tweeting on the weekends or reading the Twitter or text like nothing. But I but I felt like I was caught up. Based on seeing your tweets. So. Bob Dwyer is the only one that cared. He said, yeah. hope you're safe travels today. That's nice. Because Chicago had, O'Hare had 200 flights canceled. I was thinking about you, but I I already had the answer. So Maybe a card next time. Just I'll send a card. You care. Uh, I was talking to Moose this morning. Yes, uh, that, was, that was awesome. Mark Malusis. We were talking about vending machines here at the radio station. And the vending machine here, everything in the vending machine is refrigerated. Yep. I'm not sure why I've never seen that before, but everything here is refrigerated, meaning candy bars, potato chips. Yes, I, I know the answer to this too. The sodas are all mixed in there. That's the problem. Is that the problem? That's the not sodas why. No. are mixed in with the candy That's absolutely and not the chips. Why. I don't re- mind the cold candy bar. No, the cold candy bar is good actually, especially with the chocolate. The Twix like, bar is cold or phenomenal. And a cold Kit Kat, right. nice, awesome. The cold chips are no good. And the granola bars. They have Uh, these great Nature Valley granola bars. They rock hard. They break your teeth. Yeah. Here's why. Do you remember when the guys first brought those vending machines in, what was in them? Hamburgers. Remember that? No. And they had, you don't remember that? I would never eat a hamburger out of a vending machine. It had the microwavable hamburgers, the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, those crustable things. Oh, the crustable, And so the guys were saying we needed one that was all-inclusive with the cold because they were going to put new items in. Well, what they learned was... No one was buying that stuff, so they got it all out and put their regular snacks in, but they already spent probably $10,000 on the machine. On the refrigeration. Yeah. So it's a much more expensive vending machine, unlike the one that Boomer loves, the ice cream vending machine that we have out in the hall. Boomer is amazed at the technology of the ice cream bar vending machine. Fascinated by it. He says there's a robot in there. It's grabbing ice it creams. It is cool. It's refrigerated. It's kind of like where my little guy goes on ice skates in Jersey. They have the coolest soda vending machine that's got the it's got like this futuristic arm that whips down and over and it sucks the the bottle in and then like throws it down the chute. It's pretty cool actually. Yeah, you should only be getting the basics out of a vending machine. The the thing with the 
the refrigerated vending machine is something like a Snickers bar. That that becomes too hard to eat. That does. But, you know, if you give a Snickers bar just a couple of minutes, it actually softens. It thaws out. Perfect point. Is that right? By the way, I owned vending machines for a while. Did you know that? No, but that sounds like a Jerry um Another F up on my business. part. It was so good for about three weeks. I was selling cigarettes. I didn't realize you needed a tobacco <laughs> license. <laughs> you never get the proper uh, license. Well, listen, the, the the broadcasting thing was not my fault. I went to an attorney and had it checked out, and he screwed it up. This, I screwed up. I went and I applied and received a vending license. I and you was, thought you could put whatever you wanted. I was in. 19 at the time. I right. did not know I needed a tobacco license. And it was in Seabright where the gas station I worked at where I put the vending machine in was open till 2 a.m., couldn't get cigarettes anywhere at night, so these people would stumble out of the bars or wherever, the clubs, they had to get gas. Oh, cigarettes, I need cigarettes. I was charging, at that time, $4 for a pack of cigarettes. It was costing me a buck fifty. It was great for three weeks until I came in one day, and there was tape over it. <laughs> well, the owner of this vending machine, please come to the Seabright Municipal Police. Yeah, come talk I to said, the tobacco like, and firearms. Well, and when I went there, I thought, oh, my God, kids bought them. Right. And they're like, sir, you're not <laughs> licensed yeah. to sell these. Oh. So I changed it, and I put all candy and stuff in, and no one wanted any of that. No one's interested. So that was a big disaster. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what are you going to do? Could have been could have been good. Uh, early, uh, short week for us, Jerry. Yes. We work on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday's Thanksgiving. Correct. You've got the Cowboy game. I do. Friday we're off, which is I'm nice. I'm not off. I got Columbia Fairfield Friday. Uh, well, you'd be busy this Nor weekend. Nor am I off Saturday. I've got a Columbia game Saturday night, too. You should take more days off. I have Sunday off. Oh, okay. That's it. And then we're back Monday. Tomorrow night. Columbia Wofford. Wofford is a college? Yeah, you want to go? I would not know what that is. You can sit right next to me courtside. No. No interest. No interest in in college sports whatsoever. Basketball, football. I'll tell you this, though. You might have been in the front. Friday night's game was overtime. It was actually pretty good. Not that you probably care. No. Probably not. I did offer you to take you to Chicago. Yeah, I'm passing on that. You could have driven through the, the plains of Indiana, too. Well, I, I went to Indiana State University. I, I forgot made about that. that. I made right. that trip from Terre Haute I totally an hour to that. the airport whenever I had, came back home here. Very good. Well, you enjoy your Monday. To Thank me, you, as Jerry. I told you last Thursday, Monday to me is like my day off. Yes. I'm going to go enjoy a nice, quiet Monday. All right. Peace out. All right. It's the Boring Carton Post Game Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show. Alan Jerry.